Welcome to part two of the audio journey of the Hollywood Hills Trilogy, volume three. Number nine, Rising Stars. Saw a film called Baby Driver, found out Miles was the name of the lead character, which is ironic to say the least since the film's star reminded me of Miles, not Miles the fictional name in the film, but Miles the real name of the real actor. Might not know the name, but you've seen the face. He's a rising star, Top Gun, Project X, Whiplash, War Dogs, where the future our whole crew is pretty much. Yep, a bunch of young Tom Cruises cruising on the edge of tomorrow. On the cutting edge of today as well, more or less, as loyal to each other as the Goonies, Junior, Josh, Brolin's all in. So please do pray tell, what would you do for true crew love? What risks would you be willing to take? To what lengths would you be willing to go? How far would you go? I wondered as I cried tears of joy at the end of Baby Driver. All choked up, I got that tight feeling in my throat. I have this thing where I cry when I watch films on planes, and though it's a thing, I cried with Baby Driver more than I cry with most. The film reminded me that we all have a past we run from, that we all have hopes and goals that we run to, too, that the more talented we are, the more we get used, that we all hope to die without regrets and be resurrected anew, that we are all on the road to the future even though no one knows where this road goes. Where will you go when the lights go out and the music is over and gone is the crowd? Where will you go when you're done being of service? Where will you go? What will you live for? What do you live for? Who do you love? Why do you love them? And is the love so much that it's them you're willing to die for? thought there was more to this life play, more to this grand charade than just some live action, more to this epic saga than just this shared karma drama, more to this love story than just these love interests. Is this it? Is this all she wrote? I suspect it is, but I still don't know. Guess no one really knows until after they go. Trying to fight off the end, don't want to see those credits roll. Even though I know all too well that you know that every bridge has its toll. And eventually we all have to pay off the Pied Piper. Hey, don't take it personal, that's just the way it goes. So where will you go when the lights go out, when the music is over and gone is the crowd? What are you going to do with all that pain you hold? It's not a question of if, it's a question of when you'll let it go. Let it go. I know the pain is the gasoline in your veins that you use for fuel that keeps you going, but it no longer serves you. And yeah, life can be tough, but don't take it personal. Tell me, when you're on that stand and your character witnesses are called, Will they say you showed the most of your good virtues or will they say the evil affected too much of your soul? Every day is judgment day, like life and death wait for no one. Technically this is a poem, but spiritually this prose is an omen. Just hope it's a good one, good as the film I just saw, that one that reminded me that we are all stars. I saw the film, this film was called Baby Driver, found out Miles was the name of the lead character, which is ironic since the film star reminded me of Miles, not Miles the fictional name in the film, but Miles the real actor. 
might not know the name, but you've seen the face. He's a rising star, Top Gun, Project X, Whiplash, War Dogs, where the future, a whole crew is pretty much a bunch of young Tom Cruises cruising on the edge of tomorrow. 10, Runaway Slaves. If you don't have patience, that might get weight might get you four to eight. If you don't pace it, that impatience plus that weight might make your loved ones have to wait. But I guess that risking four to eight is better than living a nine to five. Just like it's better to be tried by twelve than carried by six. And I know you're restless from years of oppression, so you feel the urge to splurge when you get Roddy Rich. I mean. We used to be kings and we want the world to know. That's why we wear bling because we want it to show. Even though it's best to keep things on the low, especially when in town moving blow by the whole kilo. It's best to move around the town slow, especially when pound for pound you've got the top blow. Best to not shine too much when moving that white uncut. Best to be low key when lifting whole keys. Believe me, I know. But it's hard to not be noticed and go unknown when even the desert wasteland that we call LA is a place where you make it snow. Made a killing without killing, made a million, stashed it in my sock drawer, chilling like a villain, illing so hard I thought I needed a doctor. Agents and narcos are not that different, they both hold guns, fearlessly serving powerful organizations faithfully with honor. Served so many dishes, I guess they finally got suspicious, they needed assistance, that's what they brought the cops in for. Had the game on lock, but knew I had to pivot and ditch it by making legit business investments with my co-conspirators. Now my co-conspirators are my corporate business partners. Got what I could out the game, then got out the game. One of the best days of my life was the first day I paid taxes. Fact is, 20 to life is too long to be locked up, but taking a minimum wage is fucked up as well, so I took my chances. And as soon as I was able to leave the game alone, I started taking bank loans instead of taking label advances. I guess you could say I found a way to make a way to activate and state my own firm of personal affirmative action. Runaway slaves still running. Nothing's been abolished. It's just these days there's more gold in our chains than the whips come with wheels and are more polished. These days discrimination isn't truly based on skin cone. These days discrimination is mostly based on net income. We were once kings until they turned us into pawns. Now most of us are just corporate meat to be roasted up after we're ground up as sausages on Uncle John's farm. How quickly we can go from being father kings to Uncle Tom's. These cities were never meant for us. That's why we're restless and never feel at home. Anxious, yes, but if you don't have patience, that weight might get you four to eight. If you don't pace it, that impatience plus that weight might make your loved ones have to wait. The whole farm's for sale. There's much more at stake just than just steak. Holy, holy cow, where, you, where are we now? Somewhere between that place between chance and fate. Somewhere between that place between being total failures and absolute greats. Not a rapper, nope, not a chance. At least not anymore, not here to sing and dance. Nope, I am not anybody's whore. This is capitalism gone wrong, consumerism gone rogue, where every new idea seems so past passe that it's out of style even before it's in vogue. So, yo, yo, yo. Yo, MTV Raps got you to dance, but all those black faces dancing only got the white pockets paid. 
and most of those one-hit wonders didn't even get a second chance, eh? Gave all our time to Time Warner, didn't even have the kindness to Warner Brother. See, we all know Warner Brothers is anything but a bro. From the corner office right back to that corner pocket, from the limelight right back to those street lights below. Could have get an island for we've spent on these diamonds. Better get right, better save and invest. No when to hold him, no when to fold him, no when to walk away. Hey, you know the rest. It's all about timing and it's almost time for me to go. Remember to beware, be patient, and most of all, be careful. Because if you don't have patience, that weight might get you four to eight. If you don't pace it, that impatience plus that weight might make your loved ones have to wait. Runaway slaves still running. Nothing's been abolished. It's just these days there's more gold in our chains and the whips come with wheels and are more polished. Runaway slaves still running. Eleven, runaway train. Rapidly headed in unknown directions, no visionary directors, just reactionary actors. Armed with egos, equipped with good looks and bad intentions, no Tarantinos or Pacinos, just Wazoos and Frasers. In despair, staring in vanity mirrors, sweating bullets, trying to prepare by applying enough makeup to fake it. In dressing rooms, naked, getting all dolled up and all hyped up. Going over lines while doing lines, assuming that they're both the sum of excitement. But when the curtain goes up and the stage lights light up, the crowd realizes the stars are all paralyzed and stage frightened. Terrified at how out of control life's scary ride is, this high up, lights are on, mics on, but the only sound is an awkward silence. And then it dawns on everyone, we all overpacked and overreacted. So much so that even the stagehands got a hype man to hype him. In a room with a view in our James Ivory Tower and the, all the world's a stage, don't take my word for it, just ask Shakespeare. And that's okay with me, just be sure to adjust the lighting appropriately so that we can see the fakes clear from here. Oh me, oh my, oh dear. Vertigo is taking hold, about to faint here, feeling claustrophobic, moving through auto-tuned aerobics, grooving to auto-tuned music in a space elevator, having a nervous breakdown, but no one seems to notice. Please, get off me, I need some space to breathe. Please, start walking, I need some space to see. Please, cease, I need some space to find the time I need to escape these stereotypes, break out this cage and be free free from the public's judgments and assumptive degrees, free from the embarrassing comparisons to all of the other things. Please, don't you know we were once kings? These preconceived notions from the public's eye don't shape me. They don't even confine me. They only defy defining me. I am positively the negative of all they claim I be, acquiring all that they futilely attempt to deny me. The public's eye doesn't really bother me, though it is annoying as I offer up everything complimentary except odd apologies as we careen in the driver's seat, running out of steam, four wheels driving on this rough road with excessive tolls. A million directions to choose from, or so it would seem, but really only one way and one place that we can really go. Here we go. 
rapidly headed in unknown directions. No, visionary directors, just reactionary actors, armed with egos, equipped with good looks and bad intentions. No, Tarantinos or Pacinos, just Wazoos and Frasers. Twelve, San Francisco, the Dark Crystal. Lost amongst the chaos, caught outside with a long way to go. Calm within the center, inside everything comes 360 full circle. Call it a circle, but it's more of a spiral. Careful, don't want to hurt you when I go psycho. Although also the truth is the first rule of nature is survival. Chaos outside, crack pipes, a light demoralized fools act suicidal. See, healing can help you, but it can also hurt you, especially if you forget your way and forget your virtues. Trust me, you must be occasionally criticized passionately for acting out irrationally, and if not, you're not living your full truth. Too caught up in your own closed captions to actually see past the rose-colored glasses that you wear that skew your worldview. Out past curfew, brazenly making your way merrily down that yellow brick road till you stub your toe, I told you. Healing can hurt you if you forget your virtues, still you choose to refuse the truth shown in your own shown news. Okay, that's fine. It's your choice to choose now without further ado the news. This just in, we're all caught in whirlpools, drained, all clogged with pubescent hairs and public heirlooms, slash wrist fill, bathtubs, energy, vampires, virgle our virtues as sadistic masochists with fresh wounds, fill back rooms, kids act in chat rooms and acidic pills, lay on pillows and bedrooms, crew could do with the use of some vital Sassoon shampoo. Shampoo would be vital. See, these cities are petty, pretty venues for gritty citizen cesspools, sporadic and matic. Magic with hearts as dark as our issues. No Jim Henson, only thuggish Muppets, wretched henchmen, puzzled puppets, and sketchy sketches from the dark crystal. It's a bizarre and awkward little shop of horrors, a smorgasbord of unordered hors d'oeuvres served cold. And you're confused, of course, because you didn't order more. Plus, it smells horrible. Oh, well, it's only the first course. Anyways, what's on the menu today in this showroom, aka Stolen Souls sales room display? This sees that there's appears to be nympho nephews that resist rescue plus a side of drunken lethargic lagoon pate in other words a nox toxicated obnoxious obscene family beans that are nostalgic for forgotten things that have gone long long away. And uh, what's on menu number two? Local but coconuts, crazy nuts, looney tunes that lack values. In other words, hard-headed, tropical, grazy-ass loons, animated guys that apply topical gravy acid to cashews. Oh, excuse me, did I offend you? Is that why you gave me your opinion? Well, opinions are like assholes, and I'm sorry, but I didn't ask you. I'll harass you if I want to, and harass her ass too. I'm lampoon, lamping on a lagoon, in a pontoon, going gorillas with my baboons, and on the full moon, hoping to not get harpooned too soon like a baby blue high as a kite or an honorable Indian condor at high noon or a fun guy on fungi just like the dude Lebowski on shrooms call me son or sultan no respect it's insulting everyone is overdone brainwashed and super spun the buzzer buzz the buzzers are circling there's feces on the concrete streets and on the dirty laundry's done 
hang it out to dry and the breeze air it out the window for everyone to see have a white tea then look up at the sky and tell me what you see one life at a time out here in San Francisco thunder and lightning here in San Francisco the sky has a reddish haze smoke from Ukraine magic mushrooms and acid rain we have all types of weather here in San Francisco slash your wrist just to check your vitals San Francisco psycho side trance that side guy with his gangum dance dance monkey dance strung out junkies self-made flunkies and third-rate rejects with second chance computer programmers digital techno gods programming the new world order zuckerberg and jobs and yeah the equation is way off but somehow we'll even the odds even when silk road is taken down at the public library by out-of-town federal agents the caterpillars still make silk from mother's milk still there are celebrations without any occasions from hiroshima to fukushima laughter from the hyphy hellish hyenas belly of the beast shitting out diarrhea anyone have any memories for my ongoing amnesia or maybe Maybe some anesthesia for this creative creature. Jeez, bro, I can barely breathe, but still I feel the need to leave. But I'm disorientated, deliriously stumbling around this arena where I was just served a surprise subpoena to answer to Jesus. But I'm not ready to leave just yet. I'm still enjoying the feature. We're all portraits portrayed in life's grand galleria. And I'm an Enjoying the show, laughing madly like the hellish hyenas, tiptoeing on eggshells, a tipsy bombed out bombshell ballerina, as if it's all good, cause I haven't seen a real life Hiroshima, washing down a divine diva's cleavage with medical marijuana margaritas, shouting out Eureka, like I just struck gold and made a deal with Jesus. Christ or Jackson, like Mike or Michael, the mirrored man is the boogeyman, nothing is normal, damn it, it all goes down up here in San Francisco, the end is coming soon, do what you have to do for survival. They say the end's coming soon, thought there was more to say, really though, how much more can we say? Lost amongst the chaos, caught outside with a long way to go, calm within the center, inside everything comes 360 full circle, 420 on 420, high up on hippie hill, psycho, frisco disco, golden gate, jack and jill, I pay no mind so I'm never late, I never hate, I may be the best of the best, hey either way it's up for debate, cold hearted but I serve hot plates cause I got weight, see clever makes, cheddar cakes, I just illuminate then elevate a friendly fellow that never settles, I've been through hell for heaven's sake, I hear my echoes, Echo, echo, let's go more petrol, 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 pedal to the metal, metal, metal. So I'm never told that's the brakes. Forever great till I seal my own fate when I jump from the upper grates of the Golden Gate in the Golden State. Here in San Francisco, our tides rise and our earths quake. Gone so far from there and back, been both halal and kosher. Should probably have more to say, but hey, they say. The end is coming soon. Thought there was more to say. No marriage and already over is the honeymoon. Really though, what more can we say? Lost with a long, long way to go. Gone far, far away. Lost amongst the chaos. Caught outside with a long way to go. Calm within the center. Inside everything comes. 360. Full circle. 13. Sanctuary in LA. And I quote. To create is the greatest act of freedom. Maceo Paisley. At a sanctuary in LA, calm in the center of the chaos, a 
place to find some time to rest in times when all seems way lost in this concrete jungle this place is like a bed of soft moss a place where it's safe to let my guard down hidden from the predators outside the prowl and here i can relax and restore myself while sweating it all out water falls from waterfalls upon my back naked as the day i was born body soaking wet in this insulated concrete womb in l.a hidden away deep inside the belly of the beast cradled in the fog of this thick steam water temperatures identical to the body's heat 98 degrees fahrenheit 37 degrees c Hot pools froth like mother's milk, no windows to the wild, stressed out outside world, which allows me to be taken back to calmer times when I was just an innocent fetus inside my mom and my mom was just a girl. Bathing naked as the day I was born, no bathing ape though, although no disrespect towards feral at all. There is a birth infant when first emerged before the cradle, nude in my truth, nothing can hide here. This sanctuary provides here a place for reflection. Remove your clothes, dear, remove your fears. Find yourself here at a sanctuary in LA, calm in the center of the chaos, a place to find some time to rest in times when all seems way lost. I'd I'd arrived only hours earlier into LA, fresh off the plane from an overseas flight, flew in from another country, hey, you know what they say, another dollar, another day, safe to say it'd been a long night. It's been a long night, it's been a long day, it's been a long life in more than one way. But the risk of distraction keeps me far enough away from reminiscing on moments from the past that have happened, at least while I'm living here in the present, to go back to them. So for now, I stay in the now and reinstate my vows within these walls of hot water, rising steam and sagging cement. I relax, breathe, sweat, ascend, transcend, and descend until fully content. Immersed in clay, immersed in salt, immersed as a way to wash off the hurt that's felt from an unobserved thirst that's been overworked to a fault, along with washing off everything else. Sitting suitably unreserved in the zone at the Korean spa, underserved and overlooked, undeterred, but never shook at all. Unreserved, unconscious and unlearned, first submerged, reversed the hurt of the curse, then once the rites have served the purpose of rebirth, fully purged, return, resurface, and reemerge. Immersed in clay and salt, forgive yourself. First of all, it's not your fault at all, that's for sure. So forgive yourself, heal all your cells, and let go. Hit the spa, sift some spring water, and purge. Derobe, shower, sauna, shower, steam room, shower, hot pool, cold plunge, repeat, toxify, cleanse, give, receive. And yes, I'm a skeptic, but I'm a skeptic that believes. So that makes me a believer, and believe me, you'd be a believer too if you've seen the things I've seen. See. I'd arrived only hours earlier into LA, fresh off the plane from an overseas flight, flew in from another country, hey, you know what they say, another dollar, another day, safe to say it'd been a long night. It was now Sunday afternoon, my rebirth almost complete, in a post-steam sweat-soaked sit, I heard someone call my name, Aaron. From across the dressing room to me, I turned to see a fellow poet standing tall, sheesh. On the other side of the room, he was as nude as me, and I, I thought he had clothes on, and I, I wasn't 
wearing anything at all. So though he had clothes on, it's the soul, not the body that truly exposes what we think. So in a way, he too was as exposed as I was standing there in that hall. Effectively as naked as the year before his first birthday candle. And all these thoughts came to me as I saw him, beads of aqua still resting on the tips of his tightly curled Jesus black hair of carbon, resting upon a brilliant mind in his brilliant madness on a head that contains the brain of one who's truly a genius. We talked for a few moments, then I asked this, do you want to ride? Seeing the skinny skateboard in his hands, I thought he would accept, but instead he declined. No thanks, I'm meeting a girl here and we're walking. And with that, seemed like we were done talking. It was Sunday, the day of rest. I wish my thoughts believed in that, but my mind continues to contemplate moments of life that never allow mental rest. My psychology has no Sabbath. But I do have confessions and I do confess this. Maybe if I wasn't white, I wouldn't be driving this white Benz. A white man in a white Mercedes, how cliche. Maybe if I was a few tones darker, I wouldn't have any extra money to spend. Maybe the reason I don't think racism affects me is because I've been not so quietly reaping its benefits passively implicit in this covered up discriminant conspiracy. So maybe I shield my eyes, even if it's done subconsciously. And when I hear of the cops taking another black life, well, maybe I think, oh, well, that doesn't really affect me directly, even though it does actually affect me directly. I mean, every black guy I know has been harassed by the cops harshly. Multiple times still I go about my day and try not to let these injustices worry me, even though deep down I know that it, even I am not safe from the cops, the quotas they crave to meet. Nor will I ever be as long as the prison system is privatized because the prison industrial complex is real and it's a scary thing. It's in no way a conspiracy, it's literally a for-profit industry. It's not ran by we the people, it's ran by private companies. Somehow they get public servants to help out their numbers instead of help out the public and a lot of these cops and lawyers are liars and thieves. I know what that slogan, to protect and to serve, really means. It means cops only protect their own, but hey, can't blame them. That's basic human instinct. And I'm disturbed by this ex explicit shit, which I'm explicit in, implicit in, but still I try not to beef with it even though I'm from the streets. Because the color of my skin allows me certain privileges that I'm too ignorant or rather too selfish to willingly see. Caught in a state of collective cognitive dissidence. This system has always been this discriminant. But there's hope because change is the only constant. It's also imminent and great moments of greatness happen in carefully planned spontaneous instances. As was the case on that Sunday in LA, where seeing a brother from another mother helped me awake made me a bit more woke even though it was only a brief hello and goodbye before we both walked away at that sanctuary in LA, calm in the center of the chaos, a place to find some time to rest in times when all seems way lost. Find yourself here. 14. Saturday Night Fever. 
going over time, how much is too much, everything has its price, how much to touch, totally out of control, buying souls to remotely control, ego so numb that we often go dumb, then go in too rough. After blacking out, we carry on. Is it right or wrong? Who knows? Nobody knows, but everyone does know it's certainly such a rush. An intoxicating concoction of different addictions, sniffing depressants and stimulants, mixed in inhalants, bumped. In an attempt to defeat depression, we get in a session of pheromones amplified with hallucinogens and other stuff, such as digesting as disassociatives with casual associates, getting open and overdose on opiates, smoking cannabis puffs, whatever to defeat this collective depression colorful characters getting acquainted while getting buzzed sure the weed is loud but we don't gossip much mention once that you slept with that celebrity and you're out out the scene so nobody says who did or who did what or who did who no one ever mentions that so and so did such and such with who and who it's appropriate to disclose things that are inappropriate i mean it's inappropriate to disclose things that are appropriate no we don't kiss and tell so when we show up keep it hush blow some kisses <sighs> to the wishing well hope we never grow up this isn't a show at all this isn't show and tell take your oath draw your blood and keep what goes on under covers covered up no matter what. What is up? Nothing is forever. What the fuck? So we're trying to do and feel some good before our time is up. For the icebergs melt, the oceans flood, the whole world wide web suicide shut, and the earth's purge causes the whole wide world to dry up, which leads to the sixth myth extinction, which unfortunately includes us. Ugh. No one knows where this wild ride will ultimately go. So, we're donating time and donating funds to NGOs, trying to do some good before we have to go, while at the same time having a good time like we're high on white, dancing a mic at a 70s disco. Living every day like it's the last day of our lives, dancing like John Travolta on cola, no control on a pole. And we've caught Saturday night fever, temperatures so high, completely in the zone and totally out of control going feral like a young Will Ferrell on his last Saturday Night Live cause after tonight, no one knows where this ride will go. That's why we're going overtime. How much is too much? Tell me, everything has its price, how much to touch? Totally out of control, buying souls to remotely control. Ego so numb that we often go numb and go in too rough. After blacking out, we carry on. Is it right or wrong? Who knows? Nobody knows. But what everyone does know is that it's certainly such a rush. Fifteen. Scarlet, the armored harlot. Red eyes, no bullseye, high off our mark, distracted by the addictions that's apparent from our scars. Scars etched in, it gets intense when with an armed harmlet. Such as Scarlet, all in, don't know where the whole day went. Time ticks, the plot twists and thickens as our instincts persist, it's persistent. It gets real deep, real quick, time quickens. In bed, in love, in lust, this instant. Quite lit, just like this incense, it gets hard to resist, too much to take, feel sick, so I dip out, no sex, escape, with a quickness, I get gone with the wind, too intense for my presence, I escape outside and get in a tent, I camp outside to lamp out wide without pride at my expense, 
they say there's nothing free in this life except the time that is spent but outside at least i can breathe and be free of any ill intent see she says if we have sex she'll feel guilty and regret it and i don't want to be one of her regrets so i get gone just to prevent it Apparently, she associates sex with trauma from her past, and I don't want to open old wounds because I'm sensitive. I hurt too, still, my sentiment makes me ask this, since when did our past benign begin to define us? When it's always been our present destiny that we manifest, I don't know, I guess sometimes we forget and have to remind us that we are angels i'll bet fallen and all of us are heaven sent and sometimes only moments like this are where we truly find us that scent on your skin mixed with the wind sending signals to my brain to release serotonin sea breeze coconut trees please jeez i'm on my knees i'm begging you i'm ready i'm willing to start what you are just say when Still my sentiment makes me ask this Since when were names so inappropriate Scarlet is a darling for sure But far from a harlot That's my word so far in fact Actually she have stains resisting like a Soviet Since when were you so absent from class That you forgot the basic fact That all women are divine beings Even when they're abstinent Honestly, I'd rather be soberly Laying in this hammock with a goddess that's abstinent and rubbing while clubbing under the influence of toxicants getting used by a drunken slut that will soon just be a has-been a has-been that can't get a reaction not even a fraction nope i want a genuine artist i want a the real thing not a bad actor that's bad acting i want laughter i want rushes i want her no other because with her all of that and more comes in bunches i trust her hunches her inner instinct is distinct much more than just what a hunch is she's a humble duchess with a hunger for wonder, let's have an informal luncheon. Let's have a picnic this instant and get down to business. Actually, let's scrap the whole deal and forget all about business. Let's get up. Let's rise like the tides and ride like the winds. Let's make some magic and let God be our witness. We're in this. No limits, no gimmicks, no scrimmage, no cynics, no stupids, no septics, no septic, no sewage, no sadness, no losers, no handcuffs. So tragic, the truth is that abusers abuse us, but their tactics are average. So when they attempt it, we just shut down that madness, make them step back, backtrack, and send them packing. And once they realize what's happened, they retract and shoot back with, I'm so sorry. Jeez, please expect my apologies wholeheartedly. I didn't mean to try to take all your light energy. Okay, we hear them bleed, but we don't accept their pleas. We just tell these fickle fleas, I think it's time for you all to flee. Peace, be gone, along with other whispers in the wind. And just like that, we're back in this hammock again. Scarlet and I, still off our mark and still high as ever, gone like the wind as our world continues to spin. Distracted by our addictions, which is apparent from the scars we're wearing in the bodies that we're currently in. With red eyes, no bull's eyes, no bullshit, just straight facts. Think about the best thing you could ever do in your entire life. And rest assured, we've been there and done that. It's all true in all ways. In other words, this is all right. All facts, completely correct. From Venus to Mars with a darling named Scarlet. She leaves a mark on my heart and an imprint on my soul. Though no crayon, no marker, she uses her charm and armor. No mark, no start. No finish, no gimmicks, just living this life we live that we live to the limit with words that are true in all ways, in other words, all fact, we progress in order to obtain a peaceful coexistence. 
day, yet as act we rush back, then step forward, heartbeats feeling, all part of a real life living soundtrack, and no I didn't misspell that, R-E-E, -E, I spelled it R-E-E-L, real life, cause that's like a movie, life's like a movie with no script, acting. Sanskrit, holy like Sanskrit, living it all up till it's a wrap as sounds wrap upon the windows of my soul in the form of the flicker in her eyes from the candlelight, which is a response and a reflection to the moon's glow. And it is then that I know she is a magical creature that I could write about on pages for ages to have her mysteries deciphered by future sages. But just as I'm about to, I pause and feel her beauty is so pure that I don't even wish to finish displaying it here on these literary stages. So I just stop writing and give one last look at her by candlelight. I give thanks for her in this moment of abstinence and for her existence, then leave her alone, finish my rhyme and go outside. Into the tropical moonlit night, I escape outside and get in a tent. I camp outside to lamp out wide without pride at my expense. They say there's nothing free in this life, even the time that is spent. But outside, hey, at least I can breathe and be free of any ill intent. 16. Screen crack. Jesus. What the fuck? Wait, Jesus has nothing to do with this. Nothing free in this life, even time is spent. Your hands glued to the latest PDA device. Hands glued along with your eyes wide shot. Seems you cling to your PDA device for dear life like it's more important than a TAH. What's a TAH? Look it up. It's a totally artificial heart. You are the art and artificial. Everything's fake. Since when did personal displays of affection PDAs get replaced with personal digital assistant PDAs? No way phones could be the new PDAs. I just can't accept that. Oh, well, I guess it's the perfect sign of the times, ask Harry. People used to show off affection and kiss in public. Now they don't even notice each other and the only kisses given are emojis. No romance. They don't even hold hands, show love or show up. Huh. Would rather masturbate in silence than deal with this and maybe that makes me part of the problem. See, I could go out and try to socialize, but I stay inside and don't even mind because most people just aren't worth the stress. Plus, it's been so long since I've been in a real relationship. If I met someone, I wouldn't even know what to say anyways. We replaced empathy with apathy, eye contact with iPhones. Now we're all bored cybergs and alienated androids. We keep avoiding each other instead of enjoying each other all the while assuming we are knowing each other which prevents us from successfully joining each other so we effectively self-isolate ourselves from one another one step closer to an anti-social new world order new age every day we become afraid and walk away instead of engage would rather scatter than talk to someone in a way that could risk being construed as rude so we just walk on and ignore every single someone even though one of those someones is actually you in this sociopathic network of narcissistic societies no sobriety only certainty is that this cycle of denial is psycho the fuck totally stuck mine fucked and sucked passively into that little cancer causing pda your hot little hand holds steve jobs got cancer you think that's a random freaking coincidence people that work with electronic devices their whole lives 
getting sick and this is not just one example there are many examples of isolated innocence incidents it's not a rumor nobody is innocent the consumers get tumors from electronics is a known fact see even Stevie Wonder could see how Steve Jobs got sick, died in his mid-50s alone, and in bed, thin as a sick. All those billions couldn't save him, so what makes you think you'll survive? Why should I care how you live if you don't care how you die? Think you're saving time on that portable electronic device, but you're living a lie, wasting your life away, not saving your time because no one ever regrets spending less screen time. But people often regret not spending more real time in nature, attention undivided with loved ones by their side. I'm gonna do you a favor, I'm gonna save you the trouble before you die and waste your whole life spending your whole life chasing things on a digital device. I'm gonna quote Steve Jobs last words right here and now line by line so that you can start making real changes right here and now before it's your time and I quote I have come to the pinnacle of success in business in the eyes of others my life has been the symbol of success however apart from work I have little joy finally my wealth is simply a fact to which I am accustomed at this time, lying on this hospital bed, I, remembering all of my life, I realize all the accolades and riches of which I was once so proud have become insignificant with my imminent death. In the dark, when I look at the green lights of the equipment for artificial respiration, feel the buzz of their mechanical sounds, I can feel the breath of my approaching death looming over me. Only now do I understand that once you accumulate enough money for the rest of your life, you have to pursue objectives that are not related to wealth. It should be something more important, for example, stories of love, art, dreams of my childhood. Now, stop pursuing wealth. You can only make a person into a twisted being just like me. End quote. See? <sighs> Pretty heavy, but at least now you've heard it directly from a genius, AKA IG Jesus. So there you go. Don't say I didn't tell you. So be clear. Still the final words of a brilliant billionaire you hear and instead of taking his advice, you just say, who cares? And actually this is an actual serious question. Who really cares? I mean, probably not me or you, so why would we heed a warning, no matter how wise the words were that were wrote? We're too busy trying to find fake treasures on Pokemon Go or read the latest news or scroll the latest posts. Seems all those apples and andrides have made us apathetic, bit the forbidden fruit in the garden of Electric Eden's nest. Porn streaming has replaced actual sex, uh, takes less effort. Exchanged intimacy for IOT, that's the Internet of Things, replaced electric sex with EMFs. No intercourse, of course, just internet. No farmers markets on weekdays, just products on eBay and freebase sympathy that's synthetic. So we don't feel the real vibration of our sisters and brothers, we just feel the fake vibration of our phones in our pockets. We don't notice the signs of our civilization in decline. We just notice our phones chimes and the notification blips. See, the more connected we become with the virtual world, the less connected we become with the actual world. 
and I'm having a total meltdown, witnessing everyone on their cell phones. And I want to find a reason to believe in a real person to really love. But I feel like hope is slipping away, that it's gone, and we're all just lost without a home. And I'm just as guilty as the rest of us, because I'm often also lost in the zone on my phone like a drone. And I'm not religious. Nope, not at all. But maybe we really do need Jesus. Maybe I really do need Jesus. Wait, what the fuck? Jesus has nothing to do with this. A whole new generation of users have been created through the use of new additions of cell phones and laptops. And some of the users are as young as eight years old. Computers are the new and approved evolution of the crack rock. But families are so used to their kids using that they just shrug. Even though their kids are so addicted to their machines that they can't stop. Some enable kids' addictions by buying them new additions. It's madness, and I can't think of a way that it will or can stop. Crack screens from dropping your phone give you a minor heart attack. Oh, how attractive cancer seems when it's attractively wrapped in the form of an impersonal personalized phone case artifact. You choose the wrap. Rose gold, space gray, or jet black. You choose the app, Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat. Your hands glued to the latest PDA advice, device. Hands glued along with your eyes wide shut. Seems you cling to your PDA for dear life. Like it's more important than a TAH. What's a TAH? Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. You are alive in a body on these beautiful lands. Mathematically, literally a one in 400 trillion chance of being born. You're literally the most amazing miracle you could ever have. There's a whole world out there. Please. Find someone to get to know and love, because there's probably someone right next to you right now that's willing to also give you all of their love, and it's obvious. All you have to do to see them is set down your phone and look up, if you'd only just look up. But you're too busy playing Pokemon Go to notice true love. I know, we're part of a first world society. And we all play our part by being passively complacent constantly in order to be an accessory to our country's atrocities so we get dressed up with cognitive dissidence and the latest techno accessories. I know, you don't want to feel or think about it too much because then you might feel guilty so you stay out of touch, keeping your head down like you're mourning a lost love. There's an actual psychological condition for this, I just said it moments before, it's called cognitive dissonance, it's what it's called, we're all bought off. Cognitive dissonance mixed with planned obsolescence is one of the most potent combinations ever thought of. So you stay on your phone not wanting to get involved because it's easier to simply not feel. Won't even make eye contact, just want to be left alone because you're conditioned to fear anything that's actually real. Insecure and scared of the unknown. You cling cleanly to your phone. Even though it's the things we're most comfortable with that usually kill us. Cars, cigarettes, alcohol, cell phones, and X. I'm telling you, addiction to technology is a serious illness. As we begin to decay into a mediated, medicated mental illness. Do you even remember what you did on your phone yesterday? Do you even remember what you did with your emotions yesterday? Do you even remember when the last time you felt real emotions? Do you even remember the last time you did anything to help this world? What is there left to believe in when nothing feels right? Feels like we are losing touch with everything that makes us human. Emotions experienced in artistic expressions are leaving. 
we have no attention span and cyborg robots now do most of the thinking. As we steadily slip into an artificial abyss, please remember this. I love you. And it scares you when I tell you like all real emotions scare you. And then I tell you I want to take that phone you hold and throw it into the ocean and you finally, after all this time, look up from your phone. Stare me in the eyes, glare and say, how dare you? Defending your phone as if it's a part of your very existence. As if born with it, as if it's alive, as if you'd hate a fellow animated human for destroying an inanimate object. That's the devil's trick. You should know better because when we've lost all emotions, only hatred lingers, desperate. Fuck it, I'll take hatred over nothing if that's all that's left. And I'm the biggest hypocrite of them all. Because I say all this about technology, but here I am speaking these words to you on this laptop and offering you all the advice in the world, but not offering any apologies. Hey, maybe I'll realize... Someday, maybe I'll really realize someday when someone shakes me and wakes me from my digital days. Either that or when I'm all alone about to go to that home in the sky on that deathbed, quoting the last words Steve Jobs ever made. And I quote, stop pursuing wealth. It can only make a person into a twisted being just like me. Jeez. Wow. Wow. Can you hear me now? Nah, you probably still can't hear me because you're likely still on your phone listening to this right now. Hands glued to the latest PDA device. Hands glued along with eyes wide shut. Seems you cling to your PDA device for dear life like it's more important than a THH. What's a TH? Well, I'm going to end this poem so that you can go ahead and look it up. And with that, we conclude part two of the audio journey of the Hollywood Hills Trilogy, volume three. See you next time.